0: We're talking about a mother's faith, and what I'd like to do is I want to start out with Second Timothy chapter one, and a very uh, probably a familiar passage of scripture to many moms, but I want to, or many people, but I want to, I want to go ahead and break it open. In verse three, it says this: "You know that I've called, I, I've been called to serve the God of my fathers with a clean conscience. Night and day, I pray for you." Thanking God for your life. I know that you have wept for me, your spiritual father, and your tears are dear to me. I can't wait to see you again. I'm filled with joy as I think of your strong faith that was passed down through your family line. It began with your grandmother, Lois, who passed it on to your dear mother, Eunice, And it's clear that you too are following in the footsteps of their godly example. Uh, Today I want to talk about a mother's faith. Uh, We all need faith, and so this message will benefit all of us. But I do want to just share a few thoughts with you in the time that we have this morning. Uh, Everybody needs faith. Everybody needs to uh, be able to address the issues that are going on in life. Uh, It starts with faith in Jesus Christ, having a personal relationship with him. Uh, We need faith to do that. And this morning, I hope wherever you are in your walk with the Lord, or or maybe you'll begin that walk today, that you'll enter in this faith walk. The Bible says that we're to walk by faith and not by sight. That this is a way of life, that this is how we ought to live. And uh, what I want to do is I want to I talk, in, I really want to talk to our mamas here, because our mamas need to understand that, uh, first of all, that we need to believe for greatness for our children, for our family, for uh, everything that's going on in life, but particularly for our children. A mother's faith believes for greatness. Uh, they, they're not just believing that their kids will just get along, they're believing for the best for their kids. They're be, believing for the greatest for their children. Well, it takes faith to do that. Hebrews 11, 11, it says, By faith Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. Now, she's about 90 years old. Uh, I, I don't know. It's hard to conceive a 90-year-old uh, getting pregnant. It's hard for you to conceive you getting pregnant at maybe... 50 years old or 60 years old or maybe maybe, maybe even 30 years old. I don't know. Uh, but she was uh, 90 years old and she conceived seed. And the Bible says she did this by faith. Now Sarah was not always in faith. But she entered into that place of faith. And the Bible said that she bore a child when she was past the age. Get this. Because she judged him faithful who promised she judged him faithful when you're going through stuff in life you and I need to understand and learn how to judge God but we've got to judge him correctly too often the reason people don't have the faith that they need to address the issues that they have in life is because they're misjudging God when they 're facing stuff they 're misjudging him they're they're judging him as maybe letting him letting them down. Well, why did you do this God they 're judging God as being the one that's putting stuff on people's life that's causing things that are uh, horrible in people 's lives and they 're misjudging God rather than judging him faithful. you know my I, I, and some of you've heard this story, but Back in, uh, in 1987, my little brother took his life. Is that right, 87, mother? And, uh, and it was a horrible thing to have to go through. Uh, I, I remember that day, and I wished I could get into all of it, but our time's limited this morning. Uh, but I, I, just, I, I just remember that day. Well, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people would blame God and say, well, God, why did you let this happen? Why did you let this happen? And, and my mother, she, um, she's a godly woman, and I'm glad that she turned to the Lord and didn't get angry at God. But uh, some years earlier than that, uh, about 20 years earlier, I think it was that my dad had died in a car accident, and she blamed God for, was it about 20 years, mother? She blamed God for taking my dad's life in a car accident. Well, my dad was out drinking. He shouldn't have been drinking. And I don't remember if he was driving or not. I think he was, wasn't he? I don't know. But anyway, he and his uh his cousin were out drinking. And and my 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 mother got bitter at God for 20 solid years. Why? Because she judged him as being the one that took his life. And I'm going to tell you that if you uh, want strong faith, great faith, faith that's going to produce greatness in your children's life, you and I are going to have to learn the character of God so that we judge God correctly in, this, in every situation, in every circumstance. Does that make sense to you guys? And, and and too often when we're facing stuff, I, I hear it all the time. Why God? Why God? Why is this? Why did you let this happen? Why did you do this? Why? Why is my child doing this? Why is he doing that? Well, it, it's not always. It's not always God. God doesn't control you. You're doing a lot of stuff that you shouldn't be doing. You think God uh, is is the instigator of that? No no and so we need to we need to make sure that we're judging God correctly in order to produce the greatness in and through our lives that God wants us to produce with our faith our faith has the ability to produce great things it really does. I'm grateful that my, my mother didn't give up on God, that she continued to walk out with God. You know, she's probably one of the, my uh, greatest uh, supporters, a supporter of prayer than, uh, that I have. I got a lot of prayer people that are prayer partners that pray over me on a regular basis, if not a daily basis. But I know that my mother's there praying for me. Amen. And I know that I am who I am today partially because of her prayers for me. Why? Because she didn't judge God as being the one that did this to my little brother. It's because she learned the character of God. She learned that God's not the one that kills, steals, and destroys. That it's the devil that kills, steals, and destroys. But God gives life. And he gives gives it to us more abundantly. Isn't that right? And so we need to we need to judge God correctly. A matter of fact, God wants greatness. He wants greatness for us. Psalm seventy one twenty one, one of my favorite scriptures, says, You shall increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. So God is, God's there to increase greatness in us. Do you know that God placed greatness in every living human being on the face of this earth? He's placed, placed greatness in you. And what he wants to do, he wants to take that greatness and he wants to increase it. What does that? Faith. Faith does that. It's us walking in faith. It's us doing what we're supposed to do, believing God, judging him correctly. God, you're faithful. I don't know why this is happening when something something happens. This is what you need to say. I don't know why this is happening. But I know this, God, you're faithful. I know that you're a good God. I know that every good and perfect gift comes from you, God. So I know that what's going on here is not necessarily your, it's not your will, it's not your plan, your purpose, but somehow you're going to take it and you're going to work it for your good. So you lead, guide, and direct me in the middle of this storm, in the middle of this hardship, in the middle of... The, and one of the reasons I say this is because I, I walk with a lot of you guys. I pray with a lot of you guys that are going through a lot of stuff. And I understand the heartache. Some of you, you're, you're in the middle of a lot of pain. Start judging God faithful. God, you're faithful. I don't know why this is going on, but I do know that, God, you're faithful. That you're gonna you're gonna make every crooked path straight. That you're gonna perfect those things that concern me. That you're gonna ma- cause me to be made the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. God, you're gonna you're gonna turn this oh this horrible situation around. And Father, you're gonna take beauty and you're going I mean you're gonna take beauty out of those ashes. You're gonna do something great. Yes. Amen? Amen. So, firstly, first thing, if we want to have a mother's faith that is producing. We need to ha- we need to believe, and then secondly, we need to speak. We need to speak greatness. Uh, I, I was thinking. I actually read this this week, and maybe you've heard this before, but I was uh, I read it this week uh, when Thomas Edison was a small uh, young child, a young boy. His teacher sent him home with a note that said, "Your child is dumb. We can't do anything for him." And his his mama responded, "Thank God for a believing mama." His mama responded in, in, with a, a note back and says, you don't understand, my, my boy, I'll teach him myself. And the rest is the story. You know, the re, the, we, we know the rest of the story. Uh, you know, it just, he, he, greatness came out of him. We need to speak what, what our faith is telling us. Uh, scripture says it this way, 2 Corinthians 4.13. It says, we having the same spirit of faith according to what is written i believe therefore i have spoken we also believe and therefore we speak we've got to believe and we got to speak what we believe we got to speak over our children greatness we got to speak those things over them a mother's faith is uh, can propel a child into into places of greatness a mother's child can produce a legacy in in their children a, a mother's a mother's faith I mean a mother's faith can bring heaven down here on this earth a mother's faith is powerful it's powerful to produce in our children and and we, I don't care what we see with our physical eyes we need to speak beyond that we need to speak what God says concerning our children, concerning our lives, concerning our marriages, concerning whatever it is, we need to speak God's word. Your tongue is powerful. It's the very thing that releases the faith of God in, in, in your circumstances and in your situations. You need to, that's why you got to judge God. Watch your tongue uh, and say the things that, uh, that you need to say about God over your life. Start looking at God. He's a, he's a loving God. He's a faithful God. He's a, he's, a, he's a God that's for you and not against you. That's what, who God is in your life. Uh, Romans 4.17 says, As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. Talking about Abraham. He says, Even before God whom you have believed, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which are not as though they were. And even though you may see something or some circumstance or some situation in your children, you need to speak what God says concerning your children. Amen. And uh, the Bible does tell us that our seed is mighty upon this earth, although they may not look very mighty right now. They're mighty on this earth. And you need to say, my seed's mighty. i, I That's one of the things that I... Spoken over my son for years and years. My seed's mighty on this earth. And then so that brings me to the third thought that I'm going to leave you you with. Is that you need to expect greatness. You need to not only believe it, speak it, but you got to expect it. You got to expect greatness. Romans again, Romans chapter 4, verse 19 through 21. It says, and this is Abraham. And not being weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith. How? Giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Why? Because he judged God as being faithful. Not only did Sarah judge God faithful, but Abraham judge god is faithful that he's also able to perform what he has promised and in our life whatever we're going through in life god wants to move on your behalf uh one i I quoted it a while ago but i want to show it to you in psalm uh, 112 verse 2 it says his seed shall be mighty upon this earth the generation of the upright shall be blessed I'm, I'm now speaking that over my grandchildren, that they're mighty. I, I looked up yesterday, uh, I, I write a, a short letter to my son, I felt like the Lord instructed me to, uh, my grandson, I'm sorry, my grandson, uh, I felt like the Lord instructed me to uh, start writing him a monthly letter, and so every month, without fail, I write him a, I write him a short uh, letter. And uh, I now have written 95 letters to him. Uh, that is almost eight years' worth of letters. And every every month, I close out the letter, and it says this, Nana and I are so thankful for you, delight in you, are proud of you, believe in you, and love you with all our hearts. And don't forget, you're the best boy ever. And... Uh, and so I'll, I'll, I, close out that, I close out that letter every year, I mean every month, uh, saying that same thing, that you're the best boy ever. Not only do I close out our letters or my letter to him that way, but we are telling him all, that all the time. You're the best boy ever. You're the best grandchildren ever. I know you feel that about yours, but, you know, you can keep believing it. But I know what's, <laughs> I, I know what's true. And and the reason I say all this is that I'm expecting it. I'm expecting my seed to be mighty on this earth. I'm expecting great things to happen. I'm not only believing it, I'm speaking it, and now I'm expecting it, and I'm watching it. I, 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 we Young people, when we put a belief in young people, truly believe in them, then they're going to see it in our... They're going to see it in our expectations. They're going to see it in our speech. And they're going to believe it. Uh, For years and years and years, uh, you know, there's been so many people that have come through our doors. And one of the things that I've been trying to do and, and endeavoring to do as a pastor is teach all of our people to treat young people as responsible, mature individuals. If you treat a kid like being ir- irresponsible, you treat them like uh, idiots. Guess what they <laughs> guess what they end up being? Immature and idiots. And uh, and so what we want to do is we want to we want to we want to believe in them. We we see David's being raised up young Davids that will slay giants at the age of 17 years old that are taking down uh, big projects for for the kingdom of God, doing great things for God's kingdom. Amen? and uh you know for some of you you know, you may uh know this but um our son went to a bible school at the age of 17 he was he hasn't he wasn't perfect he isn't perfect but you know uh we we feel like we did a, a relatively good job with him although we only did one i i hear this all the time you only had one you know i've got 3 i've got 5 i got 15 i don't know how many you have but <laughs> but uh and maybe you know i I don't know but we had one, and he went to bible school at at the age of seventeen, and uh you know he's he's lived for god and and lives for god and is a business owner along with serves here in the church and and uh you know, I think a lot of it has to do with uh my wife and I just being not only models but mentors and and putting God first in our lives and, and believing in him. Uh, from a very young age, when, when we were homeschooling, one of the things that we, do, we did for him or had him do is that we had him reading uh, leadership books from a very young age. He may not have understood all of that. He didn't understand maybe leadership, but he was reading all these different leadership books. That was part of his curriculum. And uh, now today he understands Uh, But back then, he maybe didn't understand, but we were inputting all of that into him so that it would produce through him. Why? Because we were expecting great things out of him. And uh, God wants to do great things in your family. He wants to do great things in your your children. So get ready, use your faith, and expect God's greatness uh, to take place in and through your family. He wants to increase that in you. Amen? Let's pray.